Hello there, wrestling fans. All right. Episode 93 of Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Now introducing our guests, the Golden Girls' favorite wrestler, Jerry Scott. Welcome, Jerry. Welcome to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. How are you? How are you doing, Joe? What's up, Metal Geek? By the way, so sorry for earlier. I am I'm deeply, deeply sorry. We had an issue uh, earlier trying to get on the podcast, and me living in the 1980s, you know, technology and stuff does not work in my favor. So <laughs> for anybody that had a mistimed conception, we're going to completely retcon that and say, welcome. I'm honored to be here. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. No problem. No, oh, thanks for coming, Jerry. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Yes. So if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. Well, as many of you do not know, I am the Golden Girls' favorite wrestler, have been for three and a half years now. I've cut my teeth and started training at Pro Wrestling 2.0 under the tutelage of Alex the Pug Porto. I've had so many trainers coming in and out of that school, from Cedric Alexander to Coach A. Steele to... Diana Parazio to a wow. lot, so many names have come through those the, that school, and you know I'm very blessed and honored to be have been a part of that. And coming up soon, there's not much detail about it right now, but Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, my home promotion, is opening up a wrestling school. So I will mm-hmm. be going there, and the date is not set in stone, but it is on the horizon. So anybody that's looking. It, that's local in the Florida territory, or if you're out of state, like in Pennsylvania or in New York, like these guys here, you know, honestly, it's it's going to be something special for sure. Mm. Awesome. So, how did you get the gimmick, the the Golden Girls' favorite wrestler? Well, so the back? Golden the Golden Girls gimmick, um, actually, believe it or not, was a brainchild of Alex Red and Jason Dugan. They were the ones that kind of came up with the character for me. I. It's kind of a funny way of how that happened, actually. Um, let me get cozy. Let me just get a little, uh, you know, little fu- little coast, little goose, little goosey goose. So, back when I was uh, starting training, like my very first year, and I had only referee started as a referee. I only refereed for so many names, and like we were all like together as friends, like before Atomic even got big to where it is now. So we were on our way to a, a road trip to a WrestleMania, the one up in uh, New Orleans. Uh, I think I was, was there. I was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was one of my was, favorite ones. That's my favorite one too. I mean, everybody. I mean, the WrestleMania it couldn't have been horrible, but that yeah. experience, that experience was probably one of the best. Experiences oh, it was awesome. I mean, like compared to that one to WrestleMania 33, actually WrestleMania 33 was a high school graduation part parting gift to me. So that was really nice. Um, oh, yeah. I went to 33 yeah. too. So and oh, 33 was awesome. So, I love yeah. every bit of it. Um, but anyway, so the golden girls character came about when, and keep in mind, I didn't have much money in my pocket at this mo- at this time. Like I was making like little peanuts of dollars just because I wanted to go train and wrestle more than anything in the world. I brought, I even brought like a little food bag with me. <laughs> Um, so it's pouring out rain on the way over there and I'm drenched. I didn't bring that much change of clothes. I was literally wearing like a pair of jeans, a jacket with no t-shirt on and flip flops. So I'm already, (laughs) I'm looking forward to this trip already. So already, um, so we went inside Walmart and I remember like freezing, like it was like cold, cold in there. And I was just like begging for a t-shirt and my jacket got completely soaked. So that didn't help matters. So we go into the clothing section. I walked with Jason and I remember like we were going through the t-shirts and stuff like that. And I picked up a golden girls t-shirt. Kind of just looked at it and I was like, huh, that'd be a really cool gimmick one day. So I put the shirt on and kind of um, just walked out the door and haven't looked back since. <laughs> so, so just because you walked around with a t-shirt that's how i came up with the gimmick that's freaking awesome yeah. well i mean not just that but like i also had the golden i bought the golden girl pants and i kind of started to watch the show a little bit more because my mom used to watch the show she also okay. used to watch a lot of the old 60s 70s and early 80s tv shows and the golden girls was one of them um that's and i knew betty white at the time i remember she was like on the horizon for this uh alien movie and Pretty much, that was how I was introduced to Betty White. So, and the whole Golden Girls thing and the whole character 
kind of just morphed into its own really and like especially where it's at now to not be I couldn't I wouldn't change it I wouldn't change it at all so I'm very blessed and fortunate to have two guys that just saw it saw me put on a t-shirt and they thought gimmick we got something all right so. now uh, you said that uh, you're the golden girl's favorite wrestler now who's your favorite yeah. golden girl you'd say <laughs> well my favorite golden girl and i'm not just saying this just because but rose i mean blanche don't get me wrong blanche is uh very very out there very uh outspoken you know a bit of a slut um <laughs> well, i'm not saying you know what i mean no i would never i, I never know uh rose is one of my personal favorites honestly um she has such a relatable character of being so naive and dim-witted that it kind of resonates with me almost kind of how i portray myself as a wrestler like i'm very very goofy very uh very naive i guess you could say i mean some people even call me delusional but i don't know what they're talking about but you know i i'm here in miami you know just cutting teeth making <laughs> making ends meet somehow you know i actually heard a rumor that they actually that that whole show was based off of drug dealing it's weird to say what? that like <laughs> Yes, really? there's a th this is a I, I'm big Golden Girls fan theory fan theorist here. Um, if you look at all the dialogue and actually like understand, like if you notice how Sophia goes back to Sicily 1922 and all this other stuff, it's all about drug deals. I know, um, in the background of like where they used to sit at on the table and eat, and eat their cheesecake and just talk about their nonsense and stuff like that, that there's actually like a penis cake holder in the background i actually had to go back and look at a few episodes and i was like oh my god this is a real thing I, no one no wonder there's no wonder they're old i mean all together it's that fucking thing right there <laughs> well, well i think that mod 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 could have been the drug dealer the whole time the drug oh, and that would have made sense no wonder and he grandma was grand, the older lady you know she could have been the 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 one that says Oh, Sophia. Yeah, she could have been the one. She could have been the brains behind the whole situation. Yeah. No wonder she came in. He's, he's the one that they listen to. The girls didn't, didn't do nothing without the, the older one. She was like, That's she could have been on the phone. She could have been on the phone, passing all the deals left and right here and there. And yeah. Yeah, think about it. We're doing this whole setup now with the gold. <laughs> makes you really wonder. It makes you really wonder. <laughs> she, she's the one that says, if you're not here by five o'clock, we'll break your knees. Where's the money? Right. That's true. Hey, I mean, shoot, she was an old woman. She had that cane. Yeah, she'll beat the snot. Eh? She has that mouth. She'll be like, think about it back in those days. Yeah, those buggy eyes, too. And selling you a block of crack. <laughs> but, that's, but the ironic part about all that is, is that she was the youngest one on that show. Like, they really? Yeah, she, they dressed her up so well, like an old lady, that she actually was like, the, she, was the, she was the youngest one on the, on the, of the group on that show. And somehow Betty White out-trumped all three of them <laughs> in the lifetime. So, I mean, that's that's saying a lot, really. Like, that's, that's funny. phenomenal. It, my mod is freaking out now. And the ever so spiffy's freaking out. And now she's like, nah, I got to go watch it again. She goes back and looks at all the episodes. Oh, they oh talked about God. this. He was like, right. Yeah, he did this. The murder mystery uh, episode is one of my personal favorites. I recently watched. I recently dug it up. Um, it really was some quite a slight surprise. I still actually have to finish it, but the way that Dorothy broke down like the actual you know murder mystery and how such and such stab person right here, someone got jealous right then and there, and the ending was coincidence. Ha! Do siblings stay apart? Kind of thing. So. I don't know. That just kind of resonated with me in my own little world. Dick is going to be the heel of the podcast right now. And I, I'm going to say this. I never watched that show ever. Oh. <laughs> so, so. That's a, even I, even I'm like more like this Sunday, Saturday morning cartoon, eighties, nineties guy. I, I Oh, that's okay. I love Lo Looney Tunes. Looney, oh, yeah, wait, Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry? Looney Tunes. I'll watch both. I'll watch both. Okay. I, I mean, I watched more Tom and Jerry, but Looney Tunes was kind of like my my was kind of my Saturday morning, in in a sense. I mean, Scooby Doo is another one of those too. Like that's definitely Scooby. 
Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, how can you hate Scooby Doo for crying out loud? I mean, like, he's still relevant and still making movies to this day. He is. That's incredible. I mean, it's like, well, we finally got the crossover after like 20 years with him and Courage of the Cowardly Dog. So, I mean, like, that's, that's got to be something, right? It, his phrase lives on forever on Dudes at Ringside because whenever something goes wrong, I always go, Row, Roach. I'm wondering if the dog noises, if we get any louder, my German Shepherd will bark. But I don't think I'm going to that right now. We love dogs here at Dudes at Ringside, so you'll be safe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Favorite dog? Um, I have a Daoshan. Oh, okay. Here. I also like other dogs too. I'm a fan of like huskies and also like bulldogs. Oh, I love huskies and bulldogs. I'm a big Wiener Dog fan, actually. Wiener Dogs are my all time favorite. I they have, have short stubby. Two. I had two, but when I was going to see Geek last month, we had to put one of my Wiener Dogs down. She had a brain tumor. Oh. I'm it was so sorry. And Geek got all mad at me because we had um Rebel Kel. Rebel Kel, which is a really sweet Oh, I know her. I've she's, seen her stuff actually. She's she I, I know she um isn't she did a tour on Japan uh when I saw yeah, her stuff. She was telling Instagram. me she was telling me that she met Hana Kamara and everything on the podcast and she met her mom and everything, so well that's awesome. Yeah, Man. I've I've been a follower of her stuff. She's a cool she seems like a cool person. Yes, we had Rebel when I was going there, and and in I I was sad because we were gonna I was gonna probably be at Geek's house early, and then we had to do that for Honey and got there late, and 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 even Rebels like it's okay, Joe, it's okay, it's a family emergency. I was like, yeah, it was really it was a rough day, <laughs> it was a rough oh, day. Sorry, well, that kind of hurts me now too. She's at peace. Though. She's at peace. That's good. She was that's the happy good. one in the house. She was the happy one. <laughs> we know we have we have many golden doodle. That's Rook, the uh, the famous mascot right there. <laughs> Dexter, and we have Dexter, the short-haired wiener dog. That's Mister Serious. <laughs> Dexter is Mister Serious in my house. Like, Dexter. Dexter actually he's named for the uh, the the serial killer. Oh, yeah. Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Oh, you mean the oh <laughs> the TV show yeah, the TV. Dexter? I got you. <laughs> I actually like that. I love Dexter. That's a that's a really cool show. That's why he was named Dexter? Because my sister is obsessed with that show. <laughs> I I tell people if I ever got a dog, I if it's a girl, Nev, because Nev Campbell. Hmm. What is oh, what's your oh what's my dog? What's your dog's name? Is a question ever spiffy just said. Oh, so uh, Storm. Her name is Storm. She is a German Shepherd. Um, she is a not a not a service dog yet. Well, she is technically a service dog, but she is a um, what's it called? What's it called? I can't think anymore. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting older now as I talk and say more sentences. Um, no, she's actually a she's an e dog. He helps. Um, she's an emotional service dog. So she helps out with, um, you know, that, that comfort, that knowing of, you know, that she's going to be there and help protect him and stuff like that. So, I mean, she's a sweet, she's, she has a lot of the separation anxiety for sure. Um, I mean, like she still isn't used to everybody in the house kind of like leaving and stuff like that. So she kind of has to get in her cage and it's like kind of going like, Hey, you know, we go through this all the time. Everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. I'll be back as soon as possible. And well, still barks. Every dog, that thing. My dog, Dexter, was like that when we we got rid of, when Honey passed. She, for a few days, he was kind of like, he walked outside shaking, like looking around, like, what did you do to her? Where where did she go? Like, dogs, Barking dogs don't know. And everything like that, yeah. They yeah, don't know what happened. So, yeah, we've, we've had quite a few rising stars in the indie scene. On yeah, our we had a lot of rising stars. Lot. Yeah. I was say, I've seen some of um some of the interviews that you guys have gotten the chance to actually do. Um, I know you guys have a uh, Devlin Mac that have Devlin coming on the show soon uh, yeah. next Friday. Yeah. So she's uh she's someone to watch out for for sure. I know um her original train she was originally trained by uh, Dory Funk Jr. and then she came over to my school at uh, 2.0 when the pandemic first broke out. So yeah. There are quite a few big people. We had Ashley Dembois. She was really cool. Ashley Dembois. Davian. Uh, Davian. 
not America's sweetheart. Um, she's from the East Coast. We've also had um, um, Little Mean Kathleen from Boston. She was funny. Oh my Shut god! Up. Oh, okay. Shut you, up. If you have to do an intergender tag team match, we would suggest you to get Little Mean Kathleen because she is the. Well, now hold on a minute. Nobody can replace Pamela, okay? No one can replace her from <laughs> my intergender tattoo partner. Like, now, um, we uh, so ever since that um, intergender tag team match I did with her against Chrissy Vane and uh, now known as Jody Morton, um, we she got destroyed during the match. Mm. The nerve of those two to just go out, pick Pamela's lifeless body up. And toss her out for destiny to go and catch her. Really shook me. I was angry. And you know, yeah, you destiny. Why would you do that to poor Pamela? And Jerry. And Jerry too, right? Yeah. Poor Jerry. Yeah. I mean, like, shoot, that mentally broke me. I mean, next thing you know, I I I go to pick her up and I'm in the ring with her and I'm like trying to noodle her. Chrissy Vane just comes up and kicks me right in my back and fucking yeah. So that happened. We have quite a few people that I think you would be able to get in a match with. We had, but he's a big dude. I have a list of names. I mean, shoot, I already listed the top five list of names. Um, I really wanted to work so bad. I mean, Matt Cardona is on the top of my list for sure. Um, Ziggy Dice is another one. Effie is a big one. I heard of Effie. A lot of people know Effie over. She's over. Listen, once you get some Effie in you, you cannot get it out of your system. And I actually, (laughs) um, yeah, Effie, he... He's one of the uh, coolest guys that I've gotten to meet, the, the chance to meet. And, you know, who knows? Maybe like one day our paths will cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. can get some of this ass. I mean, not, yeah. you, you know what I mean? I mean, not like, <laughs> hold on a minute. We're actually, I don't know if you guys have gotten the chance to interview him yet, but do you guys know uh, Cal Harrow? Cal the Fanny Harrow. Fat Kid. No. Oh, he is. Um, he was trained by Al Snow, um, great kid, and he literally was like breaded in the business. Like he's someone that I think you guys would be interested in um, interviewing, in my opinion. We're actually having Al Snow on the podcast in uh, November. So oh, yeah, yeah. Well, sure, yeah. that'll be pretty cool. I lost my ever-loving mind, Jerry, when I got that email back. I was like, Oh, Al Snow. He's Al Snow's from what I've heard, he's a really cool dude, honestly. Um, I personally, I I never personally met him, obviously, but um, I've seen him from back in the day when he had head and freaking that that thing was just wild. I actually got back when I look back and watch some of his older stuff of like when he was in the job squad and like how we stuttered that up and just kind of schizophrenic, freaking. Going out there and wrestling himself and putting and moonsaulting himself through a table, I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" <laughs> and when he comes on, I told Geek, and we both agreed this. Like in in our brain, Pinky sweared, but Al Snow comes on, maybe one or two questions, and we're just gonna let him go, let him tell. Let him tell all the whole stories, the whole show, all the stories. That's all we're gonna do. Let him tell all those fun stories. Yeah. And if you have any stories, Jer- uh, Jerry, just. Go for it. We'll take it. Let, uh, I mean, shoot. Like, I've, uh, I mean, I've had this. Um, oh, well, I think there's a couple stories I think I got off the top of my head. There was this uh, one recently. Oh, this is a good one. Um, so, Megacon is one of the biggest conventions to happen in Orlando. Like, there's a lot of celebrities out there that come from TV yeah. shows, movies, and all that stuff. Uh, the last one, I, this year I didn't get to go, but uh, the couple years before, Stephen Amell, who did The Arrow, was on there. Uh, super both Supermans, the one from the Arrowverse and the one from um, Smallville, which that was a personal favorite show of mine. Freaking Zachary Levi was there and all this stuff. So Jason, Jason Dugan is one of my closest friends in this business. I'll say that right now. Um, <laughs> his friend works in the in the cons in the con industry, and he was able to get him a job over there, and in turn give me a job as well. And I remember we had to be there early in the morning. And like Jason's a big, big fan of Stephen Amell. I don't know if he if he's told you that or not. He loves watching the Arrow. Um, so we get there. Um, there's two now. There's two different sections. There's an east side and a west side. The east side is where you need to enter in, park your stuff if you're a worker there, you know. And then there's the west side. The west side is kind of where 
it's a longer entrance and you kind of have to walk all the way over there and get through the stairs and go through all the buildings and stuff like that. We missed, we went the wrong way. We went the West side. So, oh, <laughs> so as we're going in and, and we're trying to rush there too. And we were like, I think we were like a few minutes later, or whatever. Jason was the first person to go in after me. He goes inside. They killed him. Um, Cause he was guaranteed Stephen Amell's booth. That's what was, that was, what was promised to him. He was supposed to get Stephen Amell's booth and he was supposed to go and watch it for him. They killed him. Oh. And run everywhere. They made him go be a flag guy for all the photo booths. They had to make him go pick up such and such and do this, that, the other. Oh, it was bad. But and this is the funny part. I'm just coming in, and they made me take his spot because I guess like one of the coworkers was like not there or something. You you kind of cut Jerry. You kind of cut off a little bit before. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. So you you went to the wrong entrance. You were saying something like that. So we go to the wrong entrance. Okay. Um, so we go to the wrong entrance and Jason was the first person to get there. Um, I had to drop him off at like somewhere a little bit closer in between. So he goes in and they told him, Oh, well, since you're a few minutes late, you got to go do this. Now they made him become a flag guy for the photo booth. You know, like how flagmen direct such and such people to go like this way or go that way. They made him sit in front of like few thousands of people for the photo booth and you had to make sure that a such and such would go to photo booth a to meet this person or photo booth b to go to that person and i just found the park spot the park mind you and he was supposed to go watch stephen amell's booth they made him do all that grunt work and i remember walking up inside oh. and i had to go in and they basically told me hey we need someone to go watch stephen amell's booth for us can you do it oh wow <laughs> so uh, Jason was texting me. He was so angry. They're like, man, they got me doing all this grunt work right now, bro. What the hell, man? I was supposed to go meet Stephen Amell. And then well, <laughs> I did. I'm at his booth right now. He was, uh, he was so, so angry with me. He was cursing me on the phone. He was cursing me, texting him. I felt so bad, like super, super bad. And he really loves Stephen Amell. Like, I don't know if he still do that on his on the podcast he did with you guys, but um, long story short, I felt so bad for him that I had to go. I mean, I had to go buy a photo booth for him. I had to go buy a $90 photo booth off with Stephen Amell just to go make up for lost time with him. And he was, everything was made up right after that. So, mm. and to this day, he still has that photo booth on his, uh, on his wall or in his, in a special place. So, <laughs> I do Jeez. know that for a fact, but I mean, like it was a good, it was a good thing overall, like working Megacon and stuff like that. I mean, someone actually pointed a wrestling fan pointed me out to the Superman uh, who played on uh, Supergirl, and he was so shocked that I was a wrestler. He's like, "Oh, you're a wrestler, huh? You gonna protect me?" I'm like, "But you're freaking Superman. I mean, <laughs> you're probably not one of the better Supermans that I remember. You're freaking Superman. Suck my ass. <laughs> you could protect me." <laughs> You're exactly. You're I work for you. You, you. Listen, if you're going to get me backstage, you're going to get me to meet uh, the cast because the cast of Boy Meets World was there. Oh, God. That was pretty cool. I mean, like, I missed, I saw Topanga, and she was pregnant at this time, too. And that was important. Topanga. And that's, yes. still, that's still every kid's childhood nerdy crap. Yeah. And it's funny, I just got into Boy Meets World at, around that time, too. I didn't get to watch Boy Meets World prior to that, but getting to see Topanga and how the love story unfolded and everything. Ended up seeing Ben Savage instead, so that was rough. Um, <laughs> oh, the Green... Uh, this is an interesting one. The Green Ranger, the original one, Jason Tommy. David Frank, Tommy, Tommy yeah. he was there. And I remember being so excited, so giddy that I wanted to meet him. Uh, Megacom was just already starting to close up at this point, and Jason was with me when this happened. Um, I wanted to go see... I was, like, trying to get his attention. Tommy! Tommy, hi, hi. And he's taking pictures with all these people. And, you know, I really wanted to just go up there and shake his hand. I was trying to go up there to his booth to go say hi to him. Someone literally stopped me and was like, hey, he's not taking any more pictures anymore. And you need to go back to your back to your position. I turn around and then someone out loud was like, yeah, Tommy's going to be a part of my podcast. What the fuck? Like, for real? I got robbed, Tommy. It's, I hold a grudge against that to this day. Against him. I hold it. I hold a grudge against him on that. I mean, dang, Tommy. Yeah. And then 
And then it's not wrestling related, but Tommy Tommy ends up coming on Dudes at Ringside podcast and talking about it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I would be so mad. <laughs> that, that 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 would break my heart. You don't that would really, really break my heart. <laughs> Everything about this whole podcast has been retconned. Right okay, now. this is over now. This is done. All right, no, all right, we're done. Don't worry about this guy. He's he's, he's <laughs> nobody. But no, um. Oh, there's a couple other stories that I've yeah. had to. Um, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to be the heel of the podcast right now. Oh, it's okay. Tommy <laughs> can suck my ass. It's all good. I still have Pamela. I'm in Miami. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's uh, still cool. It's still cool without Jerry. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all right. That's so. Fine. Um, have you ever thought of coming to like? I know Florida is still kind of like East Coast, but like no, up to no, like, the South. That's South. Yeah, well, yeah, like east, like up, like New York, New Jersey, like that kind of like east. Oh, I was originally supposed to go. I was originally uh, going to take a trip up to New Jersey, but there was a situation that ended up happening that, um, you know, I had to go to North Carolina, back to North Carolina and um, go do a show up there. But I've never really, um, I've never, the only taste I've really gotten on the West Coast was, uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't call it West Coast, but West Virginia was like one of the closest things I got into taste stuff. And, that is one of my favorite cities up there. There's, there's a promotion. I, I know we talked about it before we went on the air. It's mm-hmm. called uh, Creative Pro Wrestling. And yes. And then there's VPW where at VPW, everybody's very gimmick heavy. And uh, yes. I think you would have a ball there because with, with the Golden Girls favorite right there. Well, I know my uh, my old tag team partner, Leo Knox, got a chance to go up and do Creative Pro. I mean, like, I follow Creative Pro. I, I followed um, Creative Pro Wrestling when it first opened up in stores. Like, I watched some of the old video footage, like the Shook crew, you know, with the Max Caster. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Shook. Amazing. One of them is a, was a, Bryce was on a podcast, actually. Oh, really? Bryce oh, is, yeah, Bryce is awesome. So, yeah. I've, um, I, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever gotten a chance to talk to Max Caster? He, no, no, it's he's probably hard to get now. <laughs> uh, I mean, never say never. Um, Talk to Jerry. Probably give us he'll he'll open the he'll open that side of the doorways for us. You know, <laughs> unlock the that that like I said before I got on the show that golden door for the rapid fire title. It's open to anybody. So he'll, yeah. he'll, pro- he'll probably make a rap about us and start making fun of us. <laughs> he, Matt, he's watching this podcast right now. I mean, he's probably thinking of his next draft that he's going to write about, and, and just be like, "Yeah, the skit Jerry swirls, curly headed, no, no brains, no morals, blah blah blah." His hair, oh, his, he's one of my favorite parts. His uh, hair I mean, is like, like, I could hear it now, Jerry. His hair is like on his head down below. It's all fuzzy, but the the why he wears long trunks. It looks like he has someone in a headlock. Oh damn. <laughs> I mean, I'd be proud of that, honestly, in my opinion. But you know, hey, I got the attention of Max Caster. That means something. Like that. Um, you know, I mean, uh, like in New York, that's that is a dream of mine, honestly, to go up there. Um, there's also another. There's also some. My main goal, and I'll be, and, I'll, and this is shoot. Like I, I could care less if I don't get signed to WWE. I could even care less if I get signed anywhere, for that matter. Like my main goal in wrestling, like I have two goals. One, obviously, is to make a difference. And two is to wrestle for the United Kingdom. I want to go across the country. I mean, like, mm. going to Ireland, going to Scotland, and going to England, those are, like, my my goals. For real. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm being very honest. Like, I've always... I've been a big fan of UK wrestling, like, ever since, like, it exploded. I've, I've used to watch a lot of Revolt. I used to watch a lot of Progress, or Progress. Um... At the time, Jimmy Havoc was one of my favorite wrestlers. I mean, like we, we know, we know. Yeah, you should so, definitely yeah. look into CP, uh, CPW, uh, CPW in England. Oh they yeah, yeah, yeah. promotion oh. was on last night. ICW. I'm actually, um, I'm pretty cool. I'm good friends with. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who uh, Lou King Sharp is. Lou King Sharp. He's the. Um, he won a uh, tag. He was a tag team champ. He was one of the half of the tag team champions up there. And uh, he was he, he's got a mouth. He actually came over to do atomic wrestling for a little while. And I got to meet him and talk to him for a little bit. He came over to my school. He was he was cool. He was a nice, nice, nice fellow to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was a there was someone else in the UK that I got to meet uh, recently. 
and his name is um i think it's sam 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 not sam gretel i gotta look i actually have to look up his name now but like no i mean in the uk you're as bad as name as joe <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry I said you're as bad as names with, as with Joe. Joe always says, Geek, what's his name again? I'm like, Joe, what the hell, man? We're in the middle of the podcast. I guess, yeah, before Geek was mod, I was getting, I would I would look these people up and I'm like, okay, he looks cool. And I, when I got you, I was like, okay, Golden Girl, okay. You know, I, 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 try to get my, I try to get my foot out the door as much as I possibly can. I mean, shoot, I, like originally I was, um, I was supposed to be in the military actually and go to college. Oh wow. Yeah. I um but something something in my mind was just telling me you need to go do this right now because you have so much so much more to live for. Because when I was in high school, I had a lot of friends that I mean I used to do ROTC. I did AFJ ROTC in Melbourne High School. Um and a lot of my friends in my in my little circle, my ROTC circle, they would go and get in but a lot of them would come out and it was either something drug related or it was something that got them disqualified one was even like drinking alcohol on the job literally mm. and for me like i'm very prideful of my country i'm very prideful of what i do and i didn't want to be i was afraid of like you know what could be i mean like i still you know i still think about it to this day i do and honestly like with where i'm at and what i'm doing i'm in a good position right now like for real like i'm so grateful and so blessed of how everything that has worked out for me getting to work with the people that i've gotten to work with like swago like the colognes like just and cesar cesar Benoni from aw like just honestly everything does happen for a reason in my opinion i'm, I'm not trying to be touchy-feely right now but you know <laughs> it's just yeah you know i mean doing what i'm doing Probably I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. Honestly, I would if I had done the thing that I did. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, Caesar is actually coming to the New York. Oh, Caesar's gonna be on the show. Yeah, he's gonna be not not no no. He's coming to the New York area. Like he's uh, oh. gonna be he's gonna be wrestling Deer Park. I forgot the oh, name. Okay. I forgot. I think it's called Full Faith Wrestling. Oh, Wolfsbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. I've never gotten a chance to really, I guess I go out in that market and actually like get a whiff of it. But, you know, traveling to all these shows and such and such, like, it's crazy how much wrestling is really out there. Like, there's just so much, it, yeah. it's so much that is out there that you, it's, a, it's only the tip of the iceberg, like I said. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I recently, oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, Vicky Guerrero is going to be on that show as well. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. I was recently talking to someone who was going to be on a show with Vicky Guerrero that I may potentially be in talks with. Hopefully, it works out. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero—that's another name that is on our dream list to get on the podcast. Even the Colognes, even Hornswoggle—those yeah, are names. Cool. Like, oh, Swoggle! I—I I mean, I mean, I am wrestling them this Saturday, so we'll see. Give a give a holler. Tell them, hey, you know. I'll even uh, I'll, I'll give a personal uh, shout out to Gangrel. Actually, I'll also give a shout out to all the people that are watching this right now, this Twitch stream. I want to give a shout out to all the people that have supported me since day one. I also want to give a little bit of a shout out to uh, the Dudes at Ringside podcast for inviting me on this show. Um, as a matter of fact, there's another shout out I want to give out to right now. Right now. I'm thinking of it. The Golden Girls? Hope, yes, it's Betty White. <laughs> Betty White, I hope you're watching this. I hope you've seen the things that I've done. I've become a fucking champion, a rapid-fire champion. As a matter of fact, my door, that we're going to call it the Golden Door. You know, Tony Khan, had, there's the Forbidden Door that's open right now, but I have the Golden Girls door. And it's open to anybody that wants a shot. And that goes to any promotion whatsoever. Ooh. Crazy. Actually, for you guys, you guys on this podcast, I might want to give a shot. <laughs> Maybe. Shove me in front. Geek knows that um, I'm little, but I know how to do a lot of submissions. All, all, all the heels go after Joe, though, for some reason. <laughs> all the heels. I don't like my glasses, I guess. It makes like, me look yeah, hard about me. They're like, we're going to put Joe through a table. <laughs> I got told by a California guy he's going to throw me through a table. 
I mean, I I'm might trained. train through a table. It could be possible. You never know. I'm not trained. He's like, oh, you just tuck your chin in. I'm like, you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be all right. Don't worry. Tuck your chin. <laughs> once you, you won't feel nothing once you go through a table. Actually, you won't even feel anything with light tubes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, they're not bad. I, I, there's nothing wrong with light tubes. I mean, like, unfortunately, the person that had to show me that, but light tubes are not bad. The best thing I've learned is once you get like right here, hit right here and kind of like the the top part of where your skull is, you won't feel it. Cause I remember mm -hmm. um, I did a match <laughs> the, before I was Jerry swirls, I was Jerry curls, the crooked curly refer referee that would throw matches out for all the heels. And especially for brothers in arms for Jason Dugan's group. And I remember that it started out as a joke. That's what it was. It was just a joke online. And I was feeding with a color commentator uh, on the show and we turned the whole thing into a Trump versus Vince McMahon angle. I had to pick a wrestler. He had to pick a wrestler. Ended up getting, my guy ended up losing, getting chased out the building. Had to get dragged out by Garrett Bischoff and Wes Briscoe. Mm. Thanks guys. And preferably got my head shaved in the middle of the ring for everybody to surround. Wow. Literally pull their phones out. Yes, this is a real thing. Everybody pulled. If you go through the old Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling YouTube page, look up CJ O'Doyle with Jerry Jerry Curls versus Jesse Neal with Greg Allen. That match really made a difference, in my opinion. I mean, there, there's other stuff that I think personally made me me, but I think that was the one that kind of started it all. Mm. So, yeah, some well, moments. Well, that's up to you guys. You know, you can watch my stuff on. Uh, oh, definitely. YouTube. Definitely. Oh, okay. It's so oh. cool that it's funny that you'll be on the Magic City roster and we have the shirts. We got finally Geek was in Florida. So he did you guys got the stuff in the background. Actually, I've never gotten a Magic City shirt. What the hell, Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your roster with uh, it being initiated in Brothers and Arts, but at this point, you might as well consider me an unofficial official member. Freaking got suspended at the last show mm. wearing hockey masks or Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees mask. We weren't even doing anything wrong. We bought tickets and we get kicked out for whatever reason. And and still, still, I have not gotten a Magic City shirt. And Ooh. the other shirt person you have to wrestle and she does hardcore matches is the lady right there. Oops, Her sir. name is Alfie. What's your name? Alfie. Alfie, Alfie the Siren of the Spear. Hmm. She's from London, England. She loves hardcore matches, and she doesn't care. Oh, you know, yeah. Do you know what other woman loves hardcore matches? Dark Sheik. Ooh. She's, she's, a, uh, she's quite a feisty one. Another one is uh, Loth Grimm. Okay. She's, she's a bit of a badass. Uh, she just recently wrestled her brother, and uh, they beat the shit out of each other. That was pretty mm -hmm. wild. Sue Young is probably one of the baddest bitches I've ever met, besides Jazz, of course. Um, oh, yeah, you said you said you got a chance to be on the roster with Jazz at that event you were at. Just you, you Jazz got to come into Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling. She's on a retirement tour right now, and she got to do a six-woman tag match with Destiny, believe it or not, and Paola Blaze from 90 Day Fiance, mm. who, was the, who was the reigning women's champion for Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, and they went up against Renee Michelle, Chrissy Vane, and Jody Morton. And they had Chelsea Durden as a special guest. Oh. Is he gone? Wow. Oh. Having a lot of technical difficulties today, people. Yeah. Uh. Do you think maybe we should just end it, Nikos? like that dang man what are y'all plotting behind my back y'all plotting a uh y'all plotting my, my demise is that what's going on right now <laughs> maybe, maybe joe is he's the heel of the podcast <laughs> I, I thought you were the heel of the podcast <laughs> you trying to lie to me sucker <laughs> i know <laughs> i ain't you calling me a liar i'm calling you a truther oh. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, so jazz, yeah. More about jazz. Yeah. Joe Joe's the heel in disguise. He's That's the sweetest. She wow, we're having issues here. No, Jazz is one of the sweetest women I've ever met in my life. And she's probably one of the best vets that I've met in the business. She is just what you see in the ring is who you get outside. Like she's she's a badass. Straight cool. up. She just um yeah, no, she her my favorite match of with her was against Trish. That was that was probably some of my favorite matches at the time. Like I own Backlash 2003, and that's like one of my top five matches on that card. Besides, you know, the uh, yeah. Los Galeros and Oscar's tag team match, and uh, Rikishi and Sean O'Hare, and just a couple other stuff. Oh, do you guys watch anything on Hulu? Because I'm trying to find some stuff uh, to watch or get. Rick and Morty. Rick, Rick and Morty is the best. That's on my list. That is on my list. I have that. I have that on my list. I have. I actually have Will and Grace on my list. It's a good not. show. Will and Grace is good. You know what else? You watch, you, you are you a big fan of the American Horror Story series? Um, I've gotten the chance to see some clips of it. I've never gotten the chance to actually watch like a full episode. Uh, I've heard the Purge is really good to watch too. What's that? Purge. The Purge. Um, the that and there's another series. It's it's sort of a drama, a family drama. It's called. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called um, Atypical. It's about a family, a, a kid, atypical. It's about a kid with um autism. Oh, okay. And you live through his life, like how he goes through. Like first few episode is about how he gets copes with being like he wants to be normal, like everybody else. He wants to live a normal life, like. Then you go through, you react how he reacts with the person with autism when he starts getting upset and he's like, mm, he's like, oh, wow. yeah. That sounds really compelling. I mean, like some of the Netflix shows that I like to watch, um, Lucifer is one of my all time favorites. My mom loves that show. Oh my that God. So awesome. I do not spoil any. I have not seen the news. I've only, I've stopped. This is as far as I'm in. Like, I got to the part where God comes in. Oh, geez. My mom's, my, my, I think my mom's up to the new season. I think she is. <sighs> I don't want to hear any spoilers. I can't nope, hear it. Nope, I, nope. I don't even want to hear any more spoilers about any Marvel movie that I have not seen yet. Um, yeah. I had to avoid. Well, I mean, like I had to go back and watch on Disney Plus, like all the Star Wars movies, and kind of just go through that and kind of see what I've missed, and like kind of put actually put the chronological time order. And you have no idea how hard it was to get past the Phantom Menace. It was hard. It was. That's probably one of my worst. I'm sorry. That's one of my worst Star Wars movies. I'm I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, Westworld's a really good show. It's on HBO. Oh, what is it? Yeah, Westworld. Oh, Westworld. Okay. I'll yeah, get that a shot. Uh, it's, it's based on the uh the, the movie from the uh what's it the 80s the 70s. Oh, it's 70s and 80s. Okay. Yeah, and it's um it's an HBO series. It's actually really good. It has um. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually really, it's really, really good, dude. It's like, wow. it's like, okay, the first five episodes are kind of like slow, but once yeah. you start getting past those five first episodes, you're like, see, I'm a guy know? of action, like immediately. Like, I love stuff, and or if, if it's funny, like if it's funny in the beginning, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Um, if it's action in the beginning, then yes, like. <laughs> It's gonna sound weird, but the one—I uh, don't know if you remember this TV show on Netflix with the Zizan Zari. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, Masters of None. That was a good show. I loved Masters of None. Like, never seen the, it. Oh, never seen it? No. Oh my god. Ah, oh, you heal. It's so good. <laughs> There's another I'm, show. I'm the, the, I'm the big, I told you I'm the biggest heel of the podcast, right there. There's Hello. <laughs> That wrestling show on Netflix that everybody loved to watch for a while. Heels. Oh, Glow! Yes, um, I actually, yeah, with Allison Brie, I actually got a chance to watch a little bit of those episodes. Okay, awesome. It wasn't really? based off. It wasn't based on the actual promotion Glow, which was weird. Yeah, but it had some uh, some par par parallels towards it. I mean, like I never got a chance to watch the interviews of all of it. I mean, I recently watched um, QT Marshall's um, wrestling movie. The wrestler, and that was pretty cool, honestly. That, that, that was a good movie. Sad. That movie, was what the wrestler was sad. Oh, yeah, that was oh, the actual wrestler movie, yes. Yeah, the wrestler, Ranger. Work. 
Yeah, that was um that was a very touching movie for that me. Like, cry then movie I cried. Especially it. being yeah. in the business now and actually like learning about that prior, like it kind of it's weird sometimes how it works out. It was sad. It's like he had all these problems and everything, and then yeah, he had to overcome so much adversity. Like literally, I think one of the saddest moments in me is like when he's in like the deli and he's like slicing lunch meat for um for this for this guy. And he's pretty much like, you know, down down on himself and just kind of once he's slicing, someone finally recognizes him as Mickey Rourke and like both his worlds have come in. And that's one of the things that I learned is trying not to blend. I try not to blend it in. But like, you know, at the same time, I'm also proud to say that I have all the accomplishments that I have. And, you know, I think it's just like it's a different time from where it is. What is that now? And seeing that kind of like struck, struck me. He's like Isn't throwing shit in the fucking deli. He's like yeah. saying, I fucking quit, jammed his finger in the fucking. And I used to work in the deli. Like mm-hmm. that was public. Like I used to, like Publix was one of my first jobs and I actually did the deli. And I was always so afraid of like, what, like slicing meat and stuff. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm going to be the actual fucking wrestler. I fucking <laughs> jammed my finger just now. Shit. <laughs> Looking down, put it on the scale. All right, your total ma'am comes out to six ninety seven. Uh, would you like that that wrapped up, or can I recommend this and that the other? Yeah, there. Uh, there's also a new series that it's funny when I keep seeing the clips. I keep commenting as dudes at ringside. Hey, you guys get the producer to come on the show. We'll talk about the show. It's called Heel. Heels. Ooh, the the Stars TV show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That I I've I've heard like. Again, from Jason, that it's basically Stephen Mill as the Arrow, but as a wrestler. I, I love, if anyway, they are watching this. We would love to have the producer come on the show and just talk about the show. That would be pretty interesting. I, I think producer, he's actually. I think he used to be a wrestler, actually, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or am I wrong on that end? But just to have like such an in depth on indie wrestling is just kind of awe inspiring and how it's portrayed and how it's actually like showcased. Like, yeah, this is real fuck. I mean, yeah. Sam Punk got, I mean, Sam Punk on the show was pretty hilarious. His character was based on uh, Tracy Smothers, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, that was confirmed on an, uh, that's basically what it was like the wild man going around going like this and. Kind of being that out, that little outlandish, crazy wild man, you know. Crazy. See, uh, like. They they also had uh, what you call it? What was it gonna say? Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, like that that series. I even mess sent them a message like, "Hey, I sent I sent them our spiel. Like, hey, you guys can come on the show. We'd like to have you on to talk about the show." I know it's like they probably get a billion messages in their DMs, so they probably never see our thing. <laughs> but that'd be I mean, crazy. it's a fresh show too, so I think that might be a thing as well. I mean, like they're probably getting like such an overview of like so many interviews and stuff like that, and like just fucking, you know, oh, I'm being interviewed by this person right now. No, I got this person going on right now. Oh shit, it's a yeah. long list, it's a big waiting yeah. list. Get them on because it's a wrestling show, and we're a wrestling podcast. You know, what would be really cool to do an interview, Gangrel. He'd be yeah. really awesome. Gangrel would be a cool interview. I would love to get a promo from Gangrel, but are, would we would we be able to use that the theme song? Maybe. I mean, he's. I mean, like, I think Gangrel with his. I mean, like, doing his own podcast and everything. He's still busy, but I feel like he wouldn't mind being on there. I mean, like, I've I've no actually Gangrel was one of the first few people that I got to meet as well in the business, and he was. Man, it's amazing how at his age he's still wrestling in 2021. He, really? He took, wow. Yeah. He took a freaking code red from Jason. Mm. Wow. Like, that's that's pretty wild. <laughs> to he, say the least. But another it's, good, another good things are poppins. You know that, right? They just Yeah, yeah. That, that that I didn't even know that. I thought they were his real teeth for all this all these years. I was like uh, they were for a while. And then I guess his daughter got scared or whatever, so he decided to make him a uh Something like that. It was some kind of thing he was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, because his they were talking about his daughter and oh, how she used to be so scared late at night, and how his fangs would like freak her out, and yeah. basically. So that makes so much sense. That's yeah. a good dad. That's a sign of a good dad, right there. Like you change something for your daughter, you know? Yeah. 
No, for sure. I mean, like, you know, especially being a father in the business, like I know I've come across so many workers that are dads in the business and like just to still do the things that they do. It's mind blowing, really. Another good series is uh, Dark Side of the Ring. <sighs> Dark Side of the Ring is fantastic. The New Jack document episode is one of my all time favorites. I love it. It is so so gritty and so real that is how much i love it and like new jack i have i don't care i have so much respect for him for what he's done yeah i don't i feel like later on in the, as the episode progresses like you can see like he's still new jack but like he's kind of a changed man from what he was like from back then to like i mean like before as of course like what he did like he was in a good state of mind to be away from all the coke and to be away from all that stuff that he had to put himself through it's you know, it's just not showing. I actually met New Jack at a show one time. This is a funny story. Before I was even in the business, um, this is supposed to be a birthday present for me. Keep in mind, uh, it's being promoted as all these old ECW legends are supposed to be here: Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, Balls Mahoney, who was their champion, New Jack, um, Steve Carino. All of these old ECW legends are supposed to be like an ECW reunion show. We get to there, and it's out, out of the uh, National Guard Armory. I'm like. 13, maybe 14 years old, big fat kid lo- that just loved wrestling and knew all these names from like the old ECW that transitioned into the new ECW. We get there, and out of all those names I just listed, only two showed up Steve Carino oh. and New Jack. So it was a big letdown already. Jesse Neal was there. So, I mean, that kind of made up for some lost time. Uh, Christina Von Neary, Leva Bates was on the show. Before she became like the Leva base that we all now know on AEW, the Blue Pants. Um, then the show goes on, um, and there's a lot of these indie guys that are on there. Like actually, some of them that are on that got signed in WWE. Uh, Sam Shaw was on there. That was when he just got out of being a Dudley student. He was on there. Uh, one of the guys from Tough Enough was on there. And as the show goes on, uh, the main event is supposed to be billed as a hardcore match. But it's two two guys who I've never never seen, never heard of before, and New Jack. And this is the one where there's there's YouTube video footage of this. Obviously, um, New Jack went and hit a chair on Buddy, and when he cracked the chair on him, like it was a it wasn't like pulled back or anything. Like chair shots are fucking real. If you've ever if anybody's ever felt them, like he hit him and he actually busted him open. Oh. Like, if you look at the footage, like, he's going down, and he's laying down like this, and actual butt, it looks like he's dead. It People are, like, chanting the crowd, like, yo, he's fucking dead. That dude is dead right now. He's fucking dead. That was when we left. Like, my dad just took me, my, my, my baby sister, and my twin <laughs> half-sisters, and we decided to just up and leave right there. So, yeah. that was quite a birthday present for me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone almost died. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Good birthday, um, I mean, out of all of it, though, I mean, I got to see Jillian Hall, Steve Carino, Jesse Neal, and all these other guys that would go on to be signed to NXT or WWE or AEW, and just kind of see all where they would end up in. That was pretty. I mean, like to me, that was kind of cool. So I didn't end up with on such a sour note, but like, yeah, that was my experience in New Jack in person. <laughs> So great. Um, <laughs> you never get a chance to like actually meet him again as an adult, or just you, you, uh, um, you know, I, I never really because he was, he was around during the time when like he was just retiring. Oh, god, speaking of old ECW stars, uh, we had this uh, ARW ECW show. Now, keep in mind, you actually meet all these guys in real life, it's 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 pretty awe inspiring to say the least. Um, but when you're new and you have to go pick all these people up at the airport from different time zones and stuff like that and big suburban can get a little crowded can get a little crazy i think one of the biggest ones um was i really don't want to talk about this because it was just such a bad situation um so i don't know if he's cleaned up or not cleaned up his act or not but the sandman you know um he did a show. He did a. She did the show with us, and you know, first time he came to his house before, and he was fine the first time around. 
but when he came the second time, it was like the old old Sandman from the night from the nineties. That was just <laughs> so we pick him up from the airport and drop him off. All is fine and everything, and the show goes on. Sandman messes up the finish of the match. Mm. Um, long story short, the match was supposed to go like ten minutes. They ended up going like three or four. Ooh. So the so the finish so what ha- what ends up happening happening and he gets on the microphone he's piss and drunk freaking he's thinking like this is all like nineties and you know he's looking over at uh one of the workers and he's like oh you got the strap now huh oh uh, this is for you uh, you gonna retire with the strap now or something it was just bad oh and the worst part was he we were in Cocoa Florida. He announced it as Orlando, Florida. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> the whole crowd was yeah. so pissed. Fuck you, Orlando. Fuck you, Orlando. <laughs> like, it was in the back. You could have heard a pin drop, honestly. That's how bad the situation was. So, but I mean, it was what it was. I mean, I, I really hope he's cleaned up his act now. No one should ever have to go through what they're going through. Yeah, honestly. Going out, you've been seeing him a lot with like the reunion. I see a few pictures of all of them all together and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I did see. I, I, th- I thought I saw a picture of that. Uh, him pouring beer on Katie, on Katie Forbes. That's great. <laughs> I, that lives near where I live in Pennsylvania is, I don't know if you ever heard of him. That is bad. Well, and he's back. <laughs> oh, what was that? Sorry, I cut oh, out. Have, have you ever heard of Jason Knight? Yes, I know who. That was... um Impact he player? Was, he, yeah, from the Impact players. That's right. He was just, in, just incredible in Lance Storm's big body. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he... Oh, boy. Say yeah. it again? Um, He he lives by me, and I've been friends with him, with him for like 13 years. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I well, I used to work at Walmart as a greeter, and he used to come in and talk to like, I I, I recognize you know my fa- I was doing wrestlers like oh, I I know you from this or that, so like we would talk all the time, and then I started the podcast, and he gave me his number, and I was going to see Geek to drop off his banner that he has behind him, barely could see it, but uh, he had his, so I was on the phone with him, and I said, do you want to come on the podcast on the, I guess it's like October, it's a Monday, and he was like. Yeah. Date and time. I told him the date and time, and he's like, "All right, I'll come on." I thought Geek was gonna have a heart attack when I told him. I was like, "Jason Knight with ECW." Like, oh but shit! Geek, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't watch anything new. And like, you could tell your story. He's like, "What's this? Don't let him tell stories all night. <laughs> let's let let him just tell his stories. Like, he doesn't have to like talk about wrestling now. We could talk about his stuff. That's all." Yeah. And I know him. I, I he comes into my job now, key food all the time. And he's a big dude too. Like he was like solid, like dude, mass he's a on wall. If I, I if I had a problem with the manager and key food beside my uh any of my associates that bug me and be like, hey Jason <laughs> get him, crush him, let's crush him like the Hulk. So there's a lot of like Hulk movies that are out there. I don't know why, but like the 2003 one. Even for the bad CGI, was not bad for what it was. Like Hulk one, which Hulk one would say, would you say legitly would be like your favorite Hulk movie of out of every movie? Out of every movie, ugh, the one I mean, hmm. if you just all right, if you just want to end it, we could just end it real quick, dude. I am. Being yeah, in that movie, course. like, kind of just solidified him as an actor, and he would go on to do all these other movies in time. I mean, like, obviously, my fa- well, I mean, my real favorite superhero is The Flash. Like, I love the TV. The TV show was such a, oh, I could talk about that nonstop. Fucking Barry and Iris's wedding. I mean, like, honestly, I would have been fine if the show ended right there, but they kept going and going with that. I recently. Yeah, I think we should random mass episode. Jerry, and... Jerry, if you want to end it real quick, you keep fading it out. So if you want to end it, real well, if you quick. want to end it, we can end it. Oh, you know? I'm good. 
I mean, like, if I'm wasting, I'm hogging up time right now. I mean, no, we just, we just, you're not hogging any time. It's, uh, it's getting a little late, and I, I know a lot of our crowd probably wants to go to bed. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, we okay. So just tell our fans goodbye. Where did they can find you? Oh. Yep. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Where can our fans find you? Especially like right now. Where Hopefully we can redo this again. Hopefully, oh, yeah, yeah. De de definitely, definitely. Oh, dude. You're awesome. You're an awesome guest. He has some fun stuff we were talking about. Thank dude, you, dude. Dude, your stories were awesome, and we want want to hear more. And so, I want to thank you so much for taking your time out of your fun, busy day, hanging out, running around with Pamela on the beaches, and uh, hanging out playing a uh, playing Parcheesi with the Golden Girls. You know, all that fun stuff with the girls. So, um, where, how can our fans find you? And if, do you have any up, upcoming events you want to talk about? Plug. Okay. Eat two K. So, um, if you just if you get, if, uh, I just want to thank everyone from the chat for joining us today. Thank you so so much. Putting up with our crap. I put it, but I want to thank our guest Jerry Swirls for coming on the show. He was awesome. Telling all his freaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking awesome stories. Yeah. So, uh, so those stories were amazing. We can't wait to hear more. Can't wait to have Jerry back on the podcast. And Joe? Um, just keep watching, keep sharing, keep telling your friends about us, and we will see you for episode 90. 30, 90, 94 on Thursday. See you then. <laughs>